The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the original HBSC, Katie motherfucking boy. <laughs> here you are. And here is my co-host, my wingman, my ride or die biatch, Matthew Babine, my husband. Oh, thank you for that introduction. <laughs> the man that I Dutch oven every night. Oh, God. She does. And he not, loves it. I do not. He freaking eats that shit up. I do not love it. Let me tell you. <laughs> You're crazy today. He also right. enjoys cups of cheese. Yes. A good cup of cheese is always We'll talk good. about that one later. That's, that's a good story. <laughs> Today's episode of the Ambitious Podcast is all about not being a thirsty ass hoe and chasing love and ding-dongs all over the damn town. <laughs> Have some goddamn respect for yourselves. Oh, God. I have some good-ass dating stories today. You guys better stay tuned because this is going to get real juicy. <laughs> and since Matt didn't date until he was 40, because he was the I original was 40-year-old, 40-year-old version, virgin. he yeah. doesn't really have a lot of good dating you stories. Know, not really. <laughs> not, as, not as juicy as yours, apparently. Yeah. Well, you had one that was juicy. I'll t- Maybe I'll you'll come, bring it up. I'll come up with that. Maybe you'll bring it up if you're feeling a little, if you're feeling a little confident. <laughs> I always feel confident. I I always feel confident. (laughs) So I'll have to do it now. All right. I'm telling you. Before we start, though, I want to read the iTunes review of the week, and it is from Becca OXOX, and she says, thank you. Five stars. Katie is such a bold and strong woman. Her podcasts are so inspiring to both men and women. Listening to her advice helps me in life so much, gives me a push to stay positive and to focus on myself more. Thank you, Katie, for being such a big inspiration to me. Becca XOXO, thank you so much. You need to email themisfitclub at gmail.com and you need to get your $100 gift certificate to use towards anything KBMSC related. So get your asses over there. Don't say I don't give you anything. Get your ass over to iTunes and give me a freaking five-star review. I mean, we don't have ads on the podcast. You might as well do something for your country. Absolutely. Right? It's a beautiful country. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to talk a little bit before we get started. I have some really cool things coming up. One is, as you guys all know, I'm going to be launching my book, cleverly entitled Ambitious. And it's going to be all about how to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire by using what I like to call the six life breakers or life makers. And if you don't know what they are, stop being a lazy piece of shit and go back to the first (laughs) podcast and listen to what they are. Because I don't want to waste time doing that over and over and over again. I sound like a damn broken record. (laughs) So I'm going to be letting you guys know coming up when we're going to be able to have the ambitious pre-sale before you can actually get it in stores and get it on Amazon, et cetera, et cetera, to 
pre-buy the book. So that's going to be really cool. That's awesome. And then obviously, as you guys all know, because I've been talking about it so damn much that my titties are ready to fall off, we're going to be doing Kripalu <laughs> January 4th, 5th, and 6th, 2019. It's so exciting. It's when great. I tell you this is going to be like the most life-changing event ever, Yes. I mean it with all my heart. So I'm going to link in the show notes so that you can go check out um, prices on staying there and packages and all that good stuff. Um, Matt will be in his best unicorn onesie. <laughs> if you already didn't see me on Facebook with that onesie it, on, oh my God. Oh God, I'm do, still having nightmares what about I do, it. What I do for love. <laughs> Thank God you love me. It's so funny because all my friends are texting me and they're like, Matt really loves you. Oh yeah. It's he really true. loves you. It's true. And I was like, no shit because I got the bomb punani, as little Kim would say. <laughs> and then True, true that. True, true that. Oh, okay. <laughs> the check's in the mail, Matt. Um, and then going forward, see, all, everybody has been like DMing me on Facebook and Facebook freaking DMing me and all this shit. And everyone's like, how do I work with you? How do I work with you? And obviously I do many different things, but uh, you can work with me virtually. So if that's something that you want to do, go to www.kbmfc.com. You can check out virtual programs, in-house programs. And then I also have some business mastermind stuff coming up. That's also on the website. I'll also link that into the show notes. Um, and like I always offer, two weeks for free. So if you do live close enough to KBMFC in Hudson, New Hampshire, take advantage of this. Two weeks for free. The New Year's is coming up. Even though I don't really believe in the New Year's, I think I'm the only trainer, life coach, motivator that doesn't really believe like <laughs> New Year, New Me. I right. think you can start being a new you every morning that you wake up. Yes. I think it's actually like kind of something that holds you back thinking, all right, I'm just going to be a fat piece of shit and lazy until fucking January 1st. Or until next year. Oh, <laughs> it's my the God. 2nd of January. <laughs> it's like, come on. And then the 2nd of January comes and everyone's knee deep wait in for fucking hobos. I got another year to wait now before This I is what happens. <laughs> I don't believe in that. But I know that a lot of you guys like that fresh start. It feels good. So two weeks for free. And like I always say, go back to the first podcast, listen to what the six life breakers or makers are. But because we don't have any ads on here... The nicest thing that you can do for little old me is go on to the podcast platform that you consume this podcast on. Give it a five-star review. Tell us what you think. I will be so grateful from the bottom of my little black heart. And if you give me a shitty review, like I always say, this podcast is probably not for you. Go listen to someone else's boring ass, lazy ass, broke ass podcast. Okay. Because the word ambitious is not for you. You're not ambitious. You're the opposite of ambitious. So like I always say, if you want to give me a bad review, it's probably time to go into a dark room, put on a candle and go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> but if you gave us a great review, thank you so goddamn much. From the bottom of my little black heart. Matt's getting so scared because he knows when I get like feverish like this. <laughs> no, he knows I'm, I'm that excited. shit is going to get this real. Is be, this is going to be an awesome podcast. I'm excited. So Matt, I want to preface this really quick <clears throat> sure. before we really get started. Yeah. Okay. Because I know that you're like more G-rated because you work with children and stuff. Yes. But today we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. So yes, yes. Because yeah. a lot of my women that listen and men. Yeah. They want to be ambitious, right? Yep. And a part of being ambitious is being in total control of him or herself, correct? Correct. correct. And it's an adult show. And so, it's an adult yeah. show. So yeah. don't hold back. 
I'm not going to hold back Don't be all. a crybaby no. tits. No crybaby tits. Just me. put your fucking self out there because I am so sick of that shit. You yeah. just need to be your damn self. <laughs> need to be your hood rat self yes. from, the, from like 1984. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, when yes. I was three years old. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Does that Were make you really? feel old? Three, oh, my God. 84. Yes, I was yes. born in 81. So, yeah, I 84. I was, I I was I goddamn three years old. <sighs> fucking cradle robber. Um, <laughs> so, I want you to be super forthcoming. Yes, I definitely With all be. of your stories. All my stories are out there for everybody to hear. Everyone knows me. Because so. here's the deal. <laughs> I have to go now. There's a lot of people. <laughs> I'm out of here. She pussy. There's a lot of people that one of their hangups is they got everything down pat, right? Yeah. They got their health and their wellness and their yeah. money mindset and then all the things that I talk about. Yes. But the one thing that they don't have is they think that love or finding a partner is going to complete them. Right, right. It's like that old Jerry Maguire shit, remember? Yeah, yeah. You complete me. Yeah. That fucked people up for their whole lives, right? Like the 90s were such a bad time. Because yeah. you just always were looking for someone to like hook up with because you're like, this is the person that's going to make me feel whole. And then what happens? Right, nobody makes you feel whole. You have right. to feel whole within yourself. And, and, and it takes a lot of time for a lot of people to find that. But that's true. I mean, you can't look for somebody else to make you feel any way. Right. Right? How many times people... People will say, oh, well, you made me do this. No, nobody made you do anything. Nobody makes you feel anything. Nobody makes you do anything. This is the United States of America. If you feel a certain way, you need to look inside. Why do I feel that way? Absolutely. Why do I feel inadequate? And, you know, the first thing I know you're going to be talking is self-worth, right? How much self-worth did you just Did you just, you did you just do my job for me? Well, you know, I have to help you every now and then. <laughs> what do you think I'm here for, right? I'm here to help. Oh, geez. I thought so, it was, you were just a pretty face. So I am that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're going to get into this. So, Again, the ambitious podcast day is about not chasing love because mm -hmm. people, again, think that when they find love, whatever that means, mm -hmm. that all of a sudden, miraculously, like unicorns are going to come down and like jack off in your face. And right. that's not really what happens. Right. There's an extra right. level of shit that comes around with being in a relationship. It's actually, if you find the right person, that person's going to, what is it called? To push you to be the best person that you can be. Yes. Now, if that's could be good things in some ways, it could be bad things in some ways. But if it's really, truly the right person, it's not all unicorns, like you say, and uh, rainbow farts, right? It's I didn't say be <laughs> that. I actually said the uni unicorn was jerking off. In oh, jerking face. off. Yes. <laughs> Check your ears, Matt. Check your ears. I'm going with the other version. All right. So, yes, our first, our first, so it's going to be the top five. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, I'll let you keep it short and keep sweet Keep a sometimes. list. Keep a list. Keep it going Yeah, let's straight. keep everybody on task. You know how I'm very OCD with that. <laughs> so, yes, never chase love. So, the first item on our list today is know your self-worth mm -hmm. because I think that people just like sell their souls to the devil thinking this relationship is finally going to be the thing that brings everything together. And then what people don't really understand is relationships are a lot of work. Oh. They're a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice. And like you said, I think that good relationships actually will trigger you in a lot of bad ways mm -hmm. so that you can level up and step up and really become the person that you are meant to be. Right. And it's a growth, right? So when you do find the person that you're with, it's a growing period that you're learning to grow together because it's basically taking two separate backgrounds, right? If you don't have self-worth, you have two backgrounds. You were, you were brought up this way. I was brought up this way, right? You have all these rules that you have that a good husband or lover or a person would be. Mine are totally different, yes. right? And then we come together. I'm aware. And then 90% of the, 95% of the people are like, what the fuck? This is 
is not even how I believe. If you if you loved me, you would open the door and your foot would be that way. And your foot was the other way. So how could I possibly walk through that door? I don't know who you're talking about right I now. have no idea. <laughs> but right? So everyone but it's everyone has these rules, yes. right? Of different things. Right. And yeah, you know, I don't think really people think about relationships of the going in there, it's going to give, right? Because if you have self-worth, worth, you know you're going in there, the relationship to give. Right. How can I give this person my love? How can I give this person all of my affection, all these Did you things? have any self-worth problems with the relationships in the past? No, not at all. Are you kidding me? I was a disaster. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was following the what? The following the follower, oh, right? I was that's just never like, good. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, this guy says, oh, if you do this to any first date, this is what you're supposed to do. I was a total asshole. I didn't know idea what I was doing, oh. right? And, what, and then now it's 2018. <laughs> and it's 2018. And he's, and he still and doesn't sometimes. Finally, I finally can see the man that I'm growing into be, <laughs> being. Matt came home with flowers. I still have a lot of work to do, though. We just started filming, and uh, Matt came home with flowers the other day, and I was like, so grateful. But then the next day, the flowers started to look like really, and I know how expensive these flowers were, right? Yeah. So they kind of looked a little droopy. And I was like, you know, I don't like flowers. You know, I like plants. <laughs> and Matt was just like, oh, okay. okay. And then I was like, oh, I have just reached an all-time new level of bitch. <laughs> no. So yeah. sorry. So sorry. But you we do. We the have flowers. these rules, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't like this. I like this. This is what makes me feel safe. This is what makes me not feel safe. It's like all these things. Right. And then we go into these relationships thinking, this person is going to help me feel whole. Yeah. And then what happens is... That well, really, truly, that's why so many people end in divorce. Right. Because right. They like they speak say, fifty percent speak, speak of relationships end in divorce, or 50%. if not more, maybe more now. Yeah. Um, I have so many friends that are like, me and my husband got into a fight, and then we didn't talk for three weeks in the house. I don't know how that could happen. I would literally gut him like yeah. a fish if yeah. my husband wouldn't speak to me. Hi, you're my husband sitting here in front of me. But <laughs> if you didn't talk to me for three weeks, like when Matt and I fight, we, we know fight. each other's shit. Oh, yeah, we go toe to toe. We go, we go. But it's always to bring us to the next yeah. level. And it's like I have a problem of the other excuse me the other day you said did you just you know, fucking throw up in your mouth no, in front of me I, I had to oh, excuse me and it was the other day <laughs> doesn't doesn't miss a beat doesn't miss a beat <laughs> it was the other day when you said hey i want to talk to you this has been bothering me and you had a problem with me the way i acted or whatever the case would be i forget the whole thing but it, I, I love how he just I fixed forgets it. i fixed now that it. we're here and live and it was kind of crazy. It was, you know, it was like, that was great. I was like, not happy to talk about it. Cause I'm like, really, we have to talk about this now. But after it was really nice that we got it off your chest. <laughs> Absolutely. I would like to, I would like to tell a little story. All right. And my story is because I had no self-worth when in my twenties. So like from the time I was like dating until the time, like I met you, I was no. just like a hot mess express in my like love life. I just dated low lifes and assholes and scumbags. And mm. I dated people for all the wrong reasons. Like, Oh, this guy had a Maserati or this guy had like this amazing home overlooking the water on this beach, but he was a total fucking toad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was always like all of these extemporaneous things that I was like dating these guys for. So one time in my late 20s, I was dating this doctor. He looked super good on paper. He had like this beautiful home in Boston, the car, the looks, the whole nine yards. And in my sick fuck head, and don't judge me, motherfuckers, because I know a lot of you at home do the same damn shit. You've done the same shit or you're doing it right now. And I want you to stop this craziness. And I remember I was like, okay, I'm not going to bang this dude. 
until like I'm like really deep into the dating. Yes. So because I'm gonna get him, I'm gonna get him to marry me. <laughs> right. This is how, how you old like. Were you at this time? Oh my god, like 25 or oh, something stupid. Jesus. Okay. I mean, I didn't even know how to wipe my ass. Or am I fucking marry anybody? <laughs> I still hardly do. Like it's questionable. So I'm like dating this guy. So. I like we were going on dates and dates and dates and I would just like kiss him and I was like acting like totally not the skank how I was at the time. I was trying, I was putting on like the act like I'm a good girl. It's like why, but my grandmother always used to say, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Yes, so I had like Pearl saying. Boyd's like voice over and over in my head. And so oh, one night he, we go out to this like seafood restaurant in Boston and we eat like so many oysters. And I was like, he wants it. He's getting it tonight. <laughs> it's an aphrodisiac. It's an aphrodisiac, oh, yeah, right? This is like, going to be good. It's a lot of good that's done you, all the oysters we've eaten. <laughs> Please, I'm working on it. <laughs> so we eat all these oysters. We go home to his like beautiful penthouse apartment. We're like rolling around in bed. And I'm like, tonight's the night. <laughs> when I said tonight's the night, my literal stomach flipped like that fucking feeling where you know shit's about to go down. It's going to come good. out on both ends. <laughs> My mouth started to water. I started to get that hot like mm. feeling and you can't stop the mouth watering. I was like, oh, I'll be right back. I'm just going to go powder my nose. Little did he know that I was going to put the water on in the shower so just in case I had explosive diarrhea, he couldn't hear it. Because <laughs> you know, like water always supposed to mask the sound of just shit flying oh, out of your ass. It never does. So I was like so sick and I was like, what do I do? So I take all my slut clothes off because I, you know, look like a fucking two dollar whore, and I like go in the shower and I just like had my hand against the tile and I'm trying to breathe and I'm like, please Jesus, don't let this happen. Like I need to bang this guy tonight. <laughs> this is the night. And all of a sudden, a whole pile of shit comes flying out of my ass. Oh, I start projectile vomiting in this guy's shower. Now, mind you, this is the worst. I hope nobody's listening to this during breakfast. It's hot as shit in the shower. If you're fasting today, this is a really good story for Stay you. Stay with me, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, Stay yeah. with me. Follow the bouncing ball. So think about this. Get the fucking picture in your mind. It's hot as shit in the shower. The water is just cooking the freaking fecal matter. Oh, it's like a boiling God, cauldron of shit. Katie. And I just, and then I see like all this shit and I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do with this shit? So instead of taking my own turd and just throwing it in the toilet, I get on my hands and knees and I start sh feverishly shoving shit down this like shower drain. So are you kidding? Okay. No, this is a fucking true I know story. The st I know I heard the story, but this is this is a little bit so more than I remember. All of a sudden, I hear I this guy. I must have been feeling pretty good when you told me it the first time because I was like. <laughs> so I hear this guy knock on my oh, door God. and he's like, Katie. Are you all right? And I'm like, I'm fine. Little does he know I'm shoving my feces down his drain. Oh, my okay? God. He opens the door. He catches me doing this. Oh. And I look like a drowned rat with like my mascara just down my face. And he goes, yeah, I think it's time you need to leave. Leave, you think? There Jesus. I was. Poor bastard probably had to like, hose his bathroom down. Hose? He needed a fucking hazmat aye, suit. Aye, aye. It was like E.T. when they had E.T. in that little like bubble and all the people would come in and like look at him. I was E.T. And this was going to be his lucky night. This oh, was not going to Oh, I was going to give it to him like no one's ever given it to him before. You gave it to him. Hey, if, if he was into Shiza porn, I would have been like, right? He would have been really happy. He would have been a superstar so we, that night. So that Jesus. night, honey, I'm a superstar every night. Uh, well, I know, but maybe not that night. With the, so that night was the night movement. that I walked down the street with my Christian Louboutins in my hand that I probably couldn't even fucking afford. I didn't pay rent for like two months to buy these shoes. Jeez. Looking like a drowned river rat. Okay. Looked like I just crawled out of the freaking Charles. Uh. And I said to myself, what the fuck am I doing? 
And this is how God punishes you. <laughs> this is like old school Portuguese old shit. Old school Portuguese Because God right. doesn't punish you. We all have free will. You but this yourself. is how God <laughs> punishes you through you punishing yourself because the, I was hooking up with this guy. I was trying to trap him. And I was trying to do all these things for all the wrong reasons because I didn't know my own self-worth. I right. didn't know right. that I'm enough. I don't have to be or do or say anything other than just be Katie motherfucking Boyd. Yep. And that's what part of being ambitious it absolutely is, is all about. It absolutely is. So if you want to hook up with a guy, hook up with a guy, but don't do it to get married and, you know, be, be, dece- a- be deceitful. Right. Um, and, you know, you weren't filled up inside. No. Right? You were really, you know, you, you didn't feel good about Not yourself. Not at all. I mean, and how many women, you know, there was a crazy story, but how many women do things all the time in men? I mean, I was an idiot too, um, that do things that they have no clue what the hell they're Absolutely. doing. Right? And for all the wrong reasons. Yes. And looking for something external that's going to give them because they're just trying to fill something up and feel mm-hmm. something. Because quite frankly, nobody taught you how to feel, no. how to be, you know, right. unless you're, you know, who grew, up, grew up with the Dalai Lama, right. I guess, you know. And he, I Damn, guess, we didn't you know, do that. We did not, we did not, not do that. We grow up with the Dalai <laughs> Lama. We had the opposite of the yeah, Dalai Lama. Yeah, we actually did. And I have all these girls over the years that I've trained and they're like, oh, I'm just banging this guy to get a Chanel bag. I'm just hooking up with this guy to get shoes. I'm like, you're literally giving the most precious thing away, which is your physical like body, body. and love yeah. to get a fucking Chanel bag. Like, is this really the world that we're living in? But I only can understand where they're coming from because in a lot of ways I was, I actually bought my own shit. I didn't look for other men to do that, but it's so sad to watch. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is they, they like get older and then they start being like, Oh my God, I wasted all those years. Like for what? If they, if they even do. Right. Right? There's no time limit sometimes on it. People Some don't people wake never up. wake up. They just keep on repeating the same pattern over and over and over. That's right. And getting the same result of yep. emptiness and not looking inside. Right? 1999 too. So that was really – that was a shit story. 2009. That was a shit storm. Mm. <laughs> I hope you turned on, Matt. But I hope it – no, actually it did not turn me on. But I hope it helped uh, a lot of women out there to kind of, you know – you know, I, I don't know why. We're, we're adult help. diapers we're on adult dates. Diapers, it depends. <laughs> oh my God. Number two, know that relationships take work, but true love is freely given and effortless. True. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. how I knew you were the one. Because of what? Because of the hard work I had to put in? Because you really made me work hard. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did not make you work that. I mean, I mean, you were a little hard. <laughs> but I was honestly, when you came around, I was so who I was. Like I was just so Katie Boyd. And it was funny because when, um, you know, I am older than you. I'm, I'm 13 years older than you. 14. 14, sometimes 13, sometimes. I decided, <laughs> to, go with the, the I decided to go with the 13. Okay. So 13 years older than you. And it was kind of funny because I was gone through a divorce and yes. I stayed in a marriage for five years longer than I should have stayed there. And the reason being is because I had a daughter and, you know, Karina. And I really knew that I needed to, my number one thing on the story I told myself was that I needed to be, make sure that she was all set. and Which is, by the way, an excuse. Of, which was an excuse, right? And she goes, Dad, you should left a long time ago. I go, really? Jesus Christ. Okay. I didn't know. Right. But, but in any event, um, and I didn't want any, I didn't want to meet you. I didn't want to meet anybody. And I was not dating and I was not seeing anybody and I didn't want to see anybody. And it was funny because- Matt you, was just getting the random blowjob. You would just, <laughs> it's a random blowjob. the random, random blowjob. And, and <laughs> a little bit of and you, jerky worky. A little jerky here and there. Yeah. And 
um, Katie, you didn't want to see anybody at all. You throw me off my game. Don't even try it. So you were seeing who? You, you were seeing somebody that you had a bad breakup with. Yes. You wanted nothing to do with me. I wanted nothing to do with you. Right. And as it came, we were both ready. And But I was doing my work. You were, I was going to help you through your work because right. you were younger, right? But I was actually going inside a oh, lot. Oh, I've helped you plenty, sir. Oh, now you have. But ah. when I first met you, you know, you didn't, you didn't, you know, I had to help I brought you. a lot to the table. Well, tons, yes, of course. But I was younger and I was crazy. But yeah. I was also in a place where I had just come like a string of like one failed, terrible, awful relationship after another. Yes, that was my doing, by the way. I was doing <laughs> you my, were orchestrating I was working my magic so you could have a horrible life until you met me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's so true. Like, right when you, it's it's almost like when you least want it or you least expect it, that's when it comes. Yep. So stop trying to force shit. Like stop trying to put like the square peg in the round hole, lady. Yep. And, and that's not a sexual thing. I'm being serious. <laughs> you right? right. Yes. Yeah. Like we're always trying to manipulate the world and the universe to make us feel good. But the truth is, is like when we let things just flow, that's when the beauty really can happen and the magic absolutely right and you know once we found each other too i mean it was work right it was work we had to make sure that we were uh, yeah since on my first date with you you told me to put my fucking dog to sleep because i had seizures (laughs) no there was i was like this guy ain't getting no ass tonight well i said that but i did not mean it because i love skip and god rest his soul rest in peace little skip little skipper number three trust your gut Yes. If you ever had to question if someone truly loves you, that is your intuition and it is real. Okay. This is a good one. I love when you picked this one out. This was awesome because how many times do we start selling ourselves a bill of goods, right? Well, every time he's really nice, but he did have that affair I knew about and he was seeing this other woman in accounting, but I think he's really good now. And I don't think you would ever do that to me. Or I don't think, right? How many, all, if all you're selling yourself all the time. something, run the fuck away. All the that time. is your God or that yep. is divine telling you, move on. And yep. if you start pushing the other way, the opposite direction, you're going to have nothing but problems. Every relationship that like ended really like in a <laughs> explosion <laughs> of some sort, <laughs> from the get-go, from the jump off, yep. I, I had to always sell myself like, yeah. well, and I'm a fixer, as you know. Oh, yeah. So I'll take this like poor little like shelter dog and I'll be like, oh, he bites people and he shits all over your house. Oh, I'll reform him. He's great. And I would do that with men. Yeah. And then I would push them and push them and push them. And then as you know, what happens when you push too much, you fucking usually make people break. I mean, I know I am really good at that. Right. So that's what would always happen. But I knew from the get go that this isn't right. But I kept just talking myself into all the ways that I could make it work and I could make it better because I'm so, so wonderful of a human but the truth is is like with you even though like it's funny because i remember when i first met you and i called my mom and i said i think i met like the one like i think this guy is really it and my mother goes you've never called me and ever said that that's awesome and i and she said well tell me about him and i said well he's about 13 14 years older than me because I always said, I don't want to date someone like super, not that you're super older than me, because I think I'm older than you in <laughs> so many ways. Say? Get out the Geritol, I people. Can't, I can't hear you. Get me some Cialis. Um, <laughs> Cialis? Oh, Cialis? Yes. <laughs> but I would like, you know, I always say, I don't want to date someone who's been in, in a divorce. Mm-hmm. I don't want to date someone with children. And I don't want to date someone that's like this many years older than me. And with Matt, I got like the Jennifer Lopez of divorced <laughs> men, a, children, married men with children. Trifecta. She, it was a triple threat. <laughs> a triple she threat. Could, she could sing. <laughs> She could dance and she could act, right? I could, yes. And it was everything that you wanted. It, it's funny because you're everything I needed, mm-hmm. right? So funny. God doesn't give us what we want. 
God gives us what we need, yes. but you have to also f- like, especially women, because we have that sixth sense. We have that third eye chakra that's always like, this isn't a good idea. This isn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. But then what do we do? We keep pushing it away. Yes. You have to really listen to your intuition. Yeah. And I did listen to my intuition when I met you because I was really, I knew that you were the right woman for me. Yes. And no matter what, I mean, you were te- doing a television show at the time and right. so forth and your life was crazy. But I just knew, I said, this girl is definitely my woman. This is the woman I want to be well, with. Thank you. Is it the same woman that uh, was dating a guy in Boston who owned a bunch of bars? It was the same woman, yes. And uh, this was pre, this was this was pre Matt Babe. This is twenty something. So year this old is this is how you know your intuition's motherfucking off because you're <laughs> you're living in an alternate universe. So when I was in my twenties, I met this guy at the Intercontinental Rum Bar, which was like the hot place to hang out it's back a good in the place Dizzle. To go. It's still, still good. A good place. It's still good, but it was like popping back then. And I met this guy, and he owned like a string of these like really high end bars in Boston. And like right off the bat, he was like Irish. So like I, I'm a kind of a sucker for like an accent. I don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> I was a lot for So we get totally blackout drunk. Then we go to this other tavern and we're like making out in front of people. Like children were there having dinner and we were like on each other at the – so fucked up. And then he's like, hey, I have to go to my bar and I have to get the money and I have to go make a, depo- a night deposit. And I was like, I'll go with you. And I remember exactly what I was wearing. I had the, my hair done perfect. I had this like little like dress on. I looked – Great. I love an Irish accent, by the I way, too. I do, too. I, I was, I was just picturing what was going on I while lo- you were rolling around I the lo- rumba. I love a little bro. <laughs> and so we go to his restaurant, and I'm sitting on a table, like a, like a four-by-four table, and we're, like, making out, like, rah, like, aggressively. And then the whole fucking table flips over. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I fall on the ground, and I guess I just knocked myself out cold. And he thought I was dead. So he took a refrigerator blanket and put it over me. <laughs> And he locked me in the bar and left me there. I think he was going to go get like the Irish mafia to cut me up into pieces and uh, no, throw me in the fucking Mystic River. I don't know anything about that. So I wake up and I'm like covered by a fucking heavy ass blanket. And I'm like, am I in? Am I dead? Like, where the fuck am I? Am I, I in like the Beetlejuice waiting room? Like, I would have like freaking flipped out. I was, went nuts. And I was locked crap. into his bar. So all of a sudden, like I open the bar door, the fucking alarms go off and he's running down the street. <laughs> And instead of being like, what a fucking scumbag, you know what I do? I run after him, go home with him that I'm still night, alive. hook up with I'm still him. Alive. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, how shitty. Like, and I knew right from the get go, I'm like, this guy is kind of a scumbag. But look at, he's got all these things. He's like, right. he's successful. He has money. He's smart. He's all these things. He's a fucking scumbag. He was going to leave me for dead at the goddamn bar. Can you imagine? <laughs> you hear a, a chainsaw in the background. Oh my God. You hear a bunch of guys with like axes and shit ready to cut you up and put God you in the almighty. bathtub. Shit, what a it's horror like a movie. Show. That's why I'm saying, people, listen to me. I've been through it all. My life is literally a reality television show. And I had to go through all of this so that you people would. And end up under a refrigerator blanket in someone's pub. <laughs> Number four. Yeah. Matt is so excited about this. Ask yourself why you feel like you need a relationship to be whole. Well, how many people run around, right, like us, me, me and you, right, mm-hmm. staying in relationships too long, yes. abusive relationships, yes. right, um, relationships that don't work, but you just keep pushing against the grain, yes. having nothing in common, and not even common views or values, right? You're not, and, and it's a horror show. It turns into a shit show. Yes. Right? A shit show, either you end up with a blanket over you, <laughs> right? 
Or, or you're in or, a really actually, messy divorce. That was a quick night because yeah. you could be in a blanket over you or a subcall blanket over yeah. you for five, six, seven years. Wasting, or more. Wasting your fucking life. Right. And just letting the time go by. And then what do we right? say? Oh, when the kids are old enough, then I'll get a divorce. Or when this no. happens, I'll get a, It's like, shut the fuck That's up. Bullshit. If it's not working, you need to you know, really try to move Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah, right. So. And number five, remember, whatever you resist will persist. Just be in love with the highest vision and version of yourself and the right one will come along, mm-hmm. which is what we did. Yeah. Once we got to the point in our lives, where we were just like, I don't need a man or I don't need a woman to like make me feel good. I'll just do my thing. But it's not like with everything. Oh, I don't need money and then money comes to you. I don't need <laughs> this. Opposite world. It's opposite world. Um, you know, and really it did. And I was saying that a little earlier. We were both like finished with relationships. We both yes. were like finished with everything and just like, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. And you know, there's nobody really I'm going to be able to fall Absolutely. in love with. And then all of a sudden when you're not looking. That's when it, that's happens. When it happens. So what we're saying yeah. people is just like, let <laughs> that shit flow. Let it flow. Stop trying to do all this craziness because honestly, at the end of the day, it's not worth shit. Right? Yeah, I agree. 100%. I want to read a little excerpt from a blog when I was doing some research for this. And I just thought this was just so beautiful. So it says, don't chase love because finding the right one is not a race. Don't get pressured when all your friends are breaking singlehood. Remember, your heart is a work in progress. You have to be prepared to feel the excitement, happiness, and pain all at the same time. You need to find the self you lost first because you keep on chasing love. The day will come. You will feel love through a sweet text message when you wake up in the morning. You will see the memories of your laughter during a romantic date flashing just before you close your eyes at night. You will also you will also hear it when your heart beats so fast The moment you receive those tight hugs and kisses after a long, tiring day, you will find love when you try not to chase it. The right person will come at the perfect time. It may be not today or the next day, but trust me, it will come soon. Just keep your hopes high and let love find its way. Let love find you. Oh, that's beautiful. So if you guys want to see this again, you can go to www.unitedpodcastnetworktv and don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thank you for being the ambitious that make ambitious a true movement. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. Ow! Good job, babe. (laughs) Thanks, friend. That's awesome. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.